If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. On Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM. This is News Night. In the next 60 minutes. It's been five months, 16 days, and the renal dialysis unit of Ghana's foremost teaching hospital remains shut due to a 4 million city debt, despite the Ministry of Health's directive five days ago for an immediate reopening of the facility. Already 19 persons have lost their lives while the hopes of frustrated patients continue to wane. This morning I went to Kulibu. They are still doing the 
the worst case is from them. You are just bring the place to be open so that we can go and have our dialysis so that we can live a bit longer. This person will call you. Have, have they opened? This person, that's all that the cause that is coming in. But the place is not open to us. Also tonight. Sounds from moments just before the bodies of two young boys believed to be students of Adar Senior High School were pulled out of the Volta River after they allegedly drowned. We'll hear from the assemblyman for the Kudragbe electoral area who described the situation as odd. Body in the distance before they are drunk, but they saw they are distant over there. Uh, shirt and they are slippers and they are boxer shorts. Meanwhile, many residents, including the Adan school, are without water for almost a week as acute water shortage hits part of the area. In about uh, five to six days now, in Adan here, the pep has been locked, so there's no water is flowing up to today. Also tonight, health officials are reporting alarming health concerns among residents in communities whose source of water has been polluted by illegal mining. Some of them came here with frequent urinating and also burning sensation when they are urinating. That's coming up in the second part of our latest hotline documentary, Poisoned for Gold. In business, MTN subscriber numbers witnessed some significant drop after they disconnected almost 5 million users under the SIM registration program. And in sports, Asante Kotoko head coach calls for calm and continued support for the players after the team was booed for being winless in four games. And much later, a guard of honor for Vice President Dr. Mahmoud Baumia by presidential staffers to celebrate his election as flag bearer for the governing New Patriotic Party. That and more in tonight's edition of Newsnight. You all to join us with your thoughts and comments via WhatsApp 055 We are live on X Spaces. We are on Facebook. You can leave your comment there with the hashtag Newsnight. I am MFA Apau. And my name is Evans Mensah. Details after this. Ajwa, the online pitch for the new business account was in shambles yesterday. We lost the pitch. Eh, tell me about it. We started off very confident and then the office broadband went down. When we set up the hotspot from the phone to reconnect, the data allocation also got finished. You are joking. I wish. The meeting room was hot. Kobe quickly tried calling them to give us some more time, but he had no airtime. Total chaos. They also gave us feedback that our website didn't have enough information. How can you run a business this way and hope to grow? Oh dear. Your business communication can be way better than this. Vodafone One Business is a complete communications package that gives you broadband with data transfer, mobile phones, mobile package with free calls among employees, landline with free calls and website design plus domain name registration. At Vodafone Business, we understand that strong connections within your business lead to success. Call 050-777-9000 or sign up by sending an email to sme at vodafone.com. Vodafone, further together. Ready? Let's go. We all go bring some savannah. Everyone is dancing. Everyone is singing. Because everyone is painting with savannah. Savannah paints from Azar are affordable enough for everybody to fulfill their paint needs. Paint more. Pay less. Savannah paints. We all go paint some. We all go paint some savannah. We all go paint some. The Electoral Commission of Ghana will display the voters' register for public inspection. The exhibition of the 2020 voters' register and the 2023 provisional voters' register is part of preparatory measures for the upcoming district-level elections. The exhibition exercise 
will take place at all polling stations across the country from 3rd to 7th November 2023 between the hours of 7 a.m. and 6 p.m. daily. Do not assume that your name is in the register. Go personally to your polling station with your voter's ID card or registration slip 2-1. Verify your details of registration to make sure that your name, photograph and other particulars are in the register. 2. Make a request for any omitted data such as name, age or sex to be included in the register. 3. Make a request to change details such as incorrect name, sex and unclear photographs in the register and on your voter ID card. 4. Object to the inclusion of names of unqualified persons. 5. Know your polling station ahead of the election. And 6. Assist in deletion of names of deceased people from the register. In addition to the physical checking of details in the register, the EC will deploy a GSM messaging protocol which will enable registered voters conveniently access their registration details using their mobile phones. Very simple. Dial star 713 star 81 hash and follow the prompts on all networks. Participate in the exhibition of the voters register to avoid disappointment and inconveniences on voting day. Your vote is your future. There is something that drives you. The very thought of it fuels you. And even when the road gets rocky, you keep going just to get the results that matter. It could be about you. It could be the lives you touch. It could be about someone special or something dear to your heart. Such results leave a sweet lingering smile, a sense of fulfillment. That's why you work till late, yet rise with the sun. Yes, your drive knows no limit. Do it with Stanbic Bank, where we spur you on to get the results that matter. And you're live, you're on News Night, it's on Joy 99.7 FM. I'll be sharing your views with the rest of the world pretty shortly. 055-11-1997. And it's been five clear days since the announcement of a directive by the PRO of the Ministry of Health communicating the sector ministers and that directive to management of the Kolibu Teaching Hospital to immediately reopen the renal dialysis unit of Ghana's foremost hospital. We know that the facility has been shut since May 22, making it five months, 16 days today since the closure of the unit over a 4 million CD debt. Well, the unit continues to serve only inpatients. Despite an earlier indication, the facility will be open today after meeting between the authorities and the ministry on Friday. Joy News pitched camp at the facility all day awaiting the good news about the reopening but unfortunately the facility remains shut with no official explanation. Workers at the facility who spoke to Joy News on condition of anonymity say uh, there has not been any official communication from management directing them to accept outpatients. Attempts to get answers from the authorities of the hospital proved futile. However, investigations revealed that uh, there is a plan in place to open the facility to OPD, uh, but has not been implemented yet since the authorities have not given clearance for the announcement to be made. As it stands now, it is unclear when the unit will be opened, deepening the agony and despair of patients marking time uh, to see the facility reopened. Now, this is what the president of the Renal Patients Association, Kojo Bafo Ahinkra, told us at midday. 
the problem is, I'm so surprised Kolebu is not speaking, coming out to tell the, the minister what, what the situation is. Because there are a couple of times the minister has said that they are owing the company, Fizinos, some 4 million Ghana cities. And I remember we even came to your studios with the presidential advisor on um, health, Dr. Insian Sasari. And he also gave us a promise that they were going to pay that money. That is the challenge Kolebu is having. It's not anything. Until that money is paid, they cannot open. Until that money is paid, they can't open. Because the kind of co- consumables that they have there is the, the unit to open to full scale for OPDs. We are number about um, 250. Within a week or two, they will close the unit again. So I'm expecting the Kolebu CEO to put his finger and tell the minister the truth. This is my problem. I need to pay that money so that I can get more consumables. Then I can open the unit. Hmm. People are dying. Let me find. That brings me to how your members are surviving. I know uh, those who have the the wherewithal are getting the attention from other hospitals, but how about those who can't afford it? You die. Bottom line. You die. Since from May up to now, we've lost 19 people. We've lost 19 people. I don't, I, that was the last time I've not even checked. If they've lost other people again, people are dying. If you don't have money to go and afford it somewhere, you wait for your fate. So I was even saying that, then I'll beg the doctors, they should find a way of killing all of us peacefully. Because very soon, some of us, we cannot even have money to go for the sessions again. What is all this? What is going on? Five days um, since that directive Evans and um, still and nothing. Um, earlier, the Ministry of Health um, ad- agreed to speak to us, but in the last few minutes, uh, they've declined. They said they are unable um, to join us. But let me bring in CDD fellow Kwame Sapoy Siedu. Thank you so much uh, for your time here on Newsnight. We've been checking, waiting, hoping, knocking on doors, hoping that something will happen. Nothing has changed. Five days after that communication, where do you stand on this? Well, thanks, Menefa. Uh, it's it's becoming painful and it's becoming exhausting. I mean, listening to the patients talk, I cannot only help but ask myself: We have leaders in this country, and I say that without mincing words. Because look, the presidential advice on health has spoken on the matter. Nothing has happened. The minister. Um, in the Minister of um, Finance has spoken, nothing has happened. The Minister of Health has spoken, nothing has happened. So who is going to speak for something to happen? And and for me, the reason why they've all spoken and nothing has happened is because they've spoken without backing it with what is required, which is the finances, and having a bigger conversation about how to get the unit to run without making a loss. And as I said on the 8th of October, and I'll continue saying it, it's a shame that four weeks later I'm saying the same thing. Unless we get that fundamental structure in place, we would only be talking while people die. And so if you ask me where I stand on this, I am despondent. I'm disappointed. I feel as a country we are letting these patients down and they don't deserve it. And there's some who ask, okay, so why the focus on Kolibu? Why can't the patients just simply go to other facilities for the for the dialysis? Well, well, that takes us back, Evans, to the preamble I gave on the eighth. The point is that the cost of dialysis is higher 
when it's um, procured from the private sector. A lot of the patients, if we even use 400 CDs, you know that 95% of the patients, 95% of Ghanaians actually working are priced out of the dialysis market. And if you look globally at how dialysis is procured, no individual, even in the very advanced countries where they are health insurance, can pay from their pockets on their own. It's a very, very expensive venture. So if you find yourself in a country where 70% of the working population earn less than 3,000 cities, and you need about 85,000 cities every year just to stay alive, then it doesn't make sense to say, why can't they go to other places, Evans? Because basically what you're telling them is to sign their debt warrant. Even with the um, callable rate, they are struggling. If you listen to some of the patients, they are just, they are struggling to be able to afford it. So to send them out is, for me, that is signing a debt warrant. And I don't think any country should be doing that to a section of its citizenry. Thank you very much, Kwame um, Sapasiru there. Uh, and listen, MFA, as you've heard, it says it's despondent. And you begin to understand why when you go to parliament and actually listen to the speaker direct last week that opened that facility. Come and brief us on the closure of the renal unit outpatient department and the upsurge of kidney-related problems in Ghana. I mean, the minister should come and tell us something. Almost everywhere, people are talking about the kidney-related problems. He should come and tell us if the NHIS issue can also be captured in relating to uh, kidney-related issues. I mean, you should come and tell us and to the extent the whole nation. So that is my directives. And then we also heard from the leadership of the majority side. Mm -hmm. We uh, had fully associated myself with the call for the minister to be programmed to appear. That is something we cannot compromise on. He must appear. And especially in a matter about the lives of our citizenry, we can't take for granted. It can happen to any of us. And so I'm... Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.
If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com/audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com/audio. That's carshield.com/audio. Tax day is coming. Oh no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash BoostByTaxDay to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC. Fully associated with that call. It's about the lives of our people. Whatever it takes, he must appear. We must program him to appear and to brief us. Immediately, the Kolebu Rena unit should be open immediately. And there are some other actions that have been taken. That is why I'm emphasizing the call. As we, go, we need you to bless this call that the minister should be programmed to come and make this statement formally on the floor of parliament. He can't sit in his ministry and engage the media and make this statement. He must come to the representative of the people and make this statement formally in the House. And we're expecting the Health Minister, Kwajuman Menu, to appear uh, before Parliament on Thursday. Hopefully, no excuses as to why he's unable to appear uh, before Parliament. We'll get to have an understanding as to why he's given directives five clear days and and still the facility remains shut. And you know about the NHIs, the issues also came up um, whilst we had that thought leadership forum. The President charged the board to work with the relevant state institutions uh, to work out modalities for capturing renal patients under the scheme. We are told that the board is still working and yet to provide any details on that. So that's the situation also when it comes uh, to the NHIA. You're still listening uh, to Newsnight here on Joy 99.7 FM. Let's turn our attention to some other stories now. And sounds there from moments just before the bodies of two young boys believed to be students of the Adar Senior High School were pulled out of the Volta River after they allegedly drowned. The students um, who are yet to be identified and are believed to be boarders who left school without permission. Assemblyman for the Kudragbe electoral area, Ebenezer Ofwe Akbo, says some community folks went after them and when they found their clothes at the bank of the river and could not see anyone in the water. They later found their lifeless bodies floating on the river. My colleague Michael Ashali has been following the incident for us. He joins us in the studio with more Michael, what have we gathered so far? So for my interactions with the assembly member for the area where the bodies of the students were found, now the school, um, I'm told, is a few meters from the scene. He says they, not meters, but kilometers from the scene. He says the students told um, other individuals that were in the area that they were going to wash their clothing at the riverside and would take their bath as well when they were done. However, minutes later, they could not find them. And that is when they went after them and found their lifeless body um, floating on the river. Now listen to the account of the assemblyman for the Kudragbe electoral area, Ebenezer Ofoyakbo. He knew very well that a certain guys from a dance school came to their house. They said that 
the pipe in the school have been locked. So they are coming towards their things and pipe before they return to the school. So it will be them. No, there's nobody in the distance before they are drunk. But they saw they are this thing over there. They are uh, shirt and they are slippers and they are buster shorts along the riverside. That's why they realized that maybe they are drunk and they went and called this in the unit committee chairman. Uh, have you spoken to the school? Someone called uh, this in the authorities on the this in the school. So the headmistress and the this in the teachers all came around and go and uh, they went and reported to the this in the police. So the, the policemen and the this in the school authorities they came for the this in the body and sent it to uh, the district hospital. Well, he's also been talking to you about the acute water shortage of water in the area. Yes, MFA. So he the. He says the Adan area in itself has been without a drop of water in their pipes for almost a week. Mm. Now, so many people have rather resorted to the riverside for some of their uh, water needs. However, he will not readily link that to why the students were at the riverside. And uh, they're just in about uh, five to six days now. In Adan here, the pep has been locked. So there's no water is flowing up to today that I'm speaking to you now. Mm. So they come from the school, according to what my Unicom T chairman have told me yesterday. That the guy who came to him that said that they ran from the school to come out, wash their things and bow before they return to their distance in their school. They said that they are bodies, they are not their day students. Is this something that happens often, that when there's shortage of water, students from the school come and take their bath by the riverside? No, 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 at all, at all. They're just in the day students. That because they are in their, their homes, they normally do this thing. But for uh, the this thing, the borders, I never met them at Riverside before. Okay, so that's um, the assemblyman for Kujragbe area there interacting with my colleague, Michael Ashale. Thankfully, we have the assemblyman for Luesi um, electoral area, Prince Wusa, uh, joining us where the school um, actually is located in his electoral area. Thank you so much uh, for your time here on Newsnight, Mr. Wusa. So what exactly are you learning regarding this particular incident and how it happened? Thank you very much. My name is Honorable Moses Wusa, not Prince Wusa. The name is Moses Thank you. Yeah, concerning the incident in the district now, it's all linked to the shortage of water for the students in the school and the district at large. Because the adult town has been of no water for close to one week now without a drop from the tap. And it became very obvious that even the river water is not good because of the Akosomo Dam spillage. So the school's authorities are taking it upon themselves that sometimes the senior housemaster have to come close to the road to assist the school children to cross the road to go and fetch water at the riverside, which is very, very dangerous. And due to that, me as an assembly member, I also came in to help the school with some water. So as I'm talking to you now, my boys are still fetching water to the school. But it's not enough because of the numbers in the school. It's high. So due to that, I may link it to it because as I'm talking to you now, the students are on grounds not having water to bath as I'm talking to you now. The one that the kitchen will use to prepare food for them is also a problem. The one that they will drink, I've get an information reliable source that someone has given them water 100 bucks from the district assembly with the school, the students are relying on it. But now the one that the student will bath is the major problem. So due to that, 
some of them came out from the school, they do dodge on their own interest. But this one, rather unfortunately for them, this is the incident that happened as of yesterday. Well, unfortunately, we've lost two students. But really going forward, though, you've mentioned that you put some interim measures in place. But what's really the arrangement on behalf of the school also that's been put in place to ensure that students do not go to the river? Uh, thank you so much. For now, I just had a one-on-one -on -one interaction with the headmistress a few minutes ago. And I put it across to her that I'll also use my office with the power that people have given to me to write some letters from tomorrow to solicit for funds for us to get the direct pump of water from the river so in case we have a shortage of water or the tap is not flowing for the student to get use of it because most of the students are not from the district and they don't are not used to the swimming of this river so we need to get the direct water from the river to supply the school henceforth Moses Musa, we are grateful uh, for your time here on Newsnight. So that's the assembly member uh, for the area. They're giving us an account of the situation and appears that is because of the lack of water or the shortage of water in the area that's led to this particular incident. And, uh, and also linked mm -hmm. to the uh, spillage, uh, which has all contaminated the water, so exactly. they're unable to, to supply. Uh, let's get some clarity on this. Uh, let's bring in Stanley Mate, who's the uh, communications manager at the Ghana Water Company, joins us on the line right now. Stanley, thanks for your time here on Newsnight. Yeah, good evening. Uh, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Uh, so what's um, the situation? How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you. What, what can you tell us about the situation uh, around that area there, the Adar area, uh, which we're just hearing from the Assemblyman. They've not had water for uh, a week now, linked to the uh, challenges that we all know has been has been occasioned by the spillage. Was it was a problem there? Yeah, Eva, um, just like you said, uh, because of the spillage of the excess water from the coast of water, it caused a high turbidity um, in the water to the extent that the treatment plant um, that is, um, is not in, uh, 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 not uh, treat the water. And so we will have to shut down. You know, we treat our water based on the Ghana uh, um, Authority to get water standard and um that of organization and uh, standard operating procedures if we cannot treat the water to for it to meet uh, such standards and then that on the flat. Uh, apologies there for that uh, bad connection to Stanley Mate. We'll get him on the better line. Uh, but uh, he's making a very important point that the turbidity of the of the water now has reached a point where they just simply cannot treat it because of the spillage. Um, that, of course, has caused this challenge where the schools there are having to go to the riverside. Uh, in the, uh, but they, it has to be investigated mm -hmm. still. But as we've heard the Assemblyman say, this these deaths may be linked to that that's not the area that's exactly. not the only area affected mm -hmm. because there are other areas affected we're too. told um, at least part of a crowd west as well um, my colleague elvis washington also re reports from boom and it appears that residents are also encountering same so i'm sure mr Marty would give us an update on what the situation is whether it's a general situation but let's hear elvis washington's report for over five months now i think we have not been getting water supply here our pipelines are not working so how do you get water? Uh, we buy them from these trucks that convey water from other places. We don't know if the water is even good. Maybe my house, we pay. We pay money to the people. They are assembled people. They, they can't take names. We pay money. But the water, you know, they flow. Oh, water situation here is very, very bad.
Yeah. Uh, so it appears in their case, if it's five months, mm-hmm. then it's not directly linked to the spillage. So we, we have uh, Stanley Martin back. Stanley, you were explaining the challenge you're having to deal with now with the spillage. Yes, so um, we have had to shut down the Kesebe uh, treatment plant in Ada uh, because of high service um, of the raw water. Uh, the treatment plant is unable to beat the water to beat the uh, drinking water standards and that, that we use. And so we had to uh, shut down the plant and pay our standard operating procedures. There's no way to treat unwholesome water or water that does not reach the standard. And, and, and then uh, for pumping into, into the system, um, but we have been we have been in touch with um, the uh, district chief executive, even the district uh, health um, director, and some opinion leaders in the community, and uh, we are doing everything possible to 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 assist them. And they are aware that we have made announcements in the area. We have told them the dangers involved in using on uh, um, other other sources of water, apart from um, treated water from Ghana water. And so I hope that people are going to hit to that one and they're not put themselves in, into danger. But we are doing everything possible as a company uh, to resume um, production. So we are, um, uh, we are looking for other means that we can use to do some type of chemical to bring down the stability before, before, before treatment. And uh, on that, we are hoping that within the very short time, we should be able to sort out that one. And then we'll start um, uh, uh, the treatment of the water. Even. Well, but I'm wondering, Mr. Mate, um, for schools, health facilities, among others, whilst you wait to resume work or resumption of a production, are we not putting any in place any alternative measures? Don't we have tankers to supply these facilities? Because we know two people have lost their lives as a result. Yes, and as a, um, uh, you know, and I think everybody is aware that when in such a um, crisis situation, we prioritize um, essential service providers like hospitals and schools and some critical um, installations and all that. And that has been the norm. And um, because of the the situation already happening in parts of the water region, um, all tankers uh, have been deployed to that area. So last week, for instance, on Friday, in our discussions with the district chief executive, we had made arrangements uh, with the regional minister for water and then some of the municipal chief executives within that area so that uh, some of the natural tankers could be directed to um, Adan uh, um, area to, to step especially or giving priority to the uh, hospitals and then the schools. So I, we actually had a meeting uh, with the district health uh, the NADBO, the assembly, uh, the NADBO uh, director, the district chief executive, and some other opinion leaders within the community. And so, um, our expectation is that things have been going on well. Today, I haven't been to that area because of the other challenge in, 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 in wager, but I want to believe that uh, everything has gone on there. I'm just hearing of the news of some students drowning. It's unfortunate, um, but at least we, all, we let's all be. Um, better by some of these things and let's be very careful with ourselves. Under the circumstances, it's very difficult for Ghana Water Company to do anything about it. So we have to be precious of ourselves and manage ourselves very well. It's unfortunate though. Thank well, you. Well, there are also concerns about uh, some shortages in parts of Accra West. We're seeing some messages on that. Is there a particular situation when it comes to other areas in terms of water shortage? 
Mm-hmm. Yes. So uh, throughout the weekend, we have been um, at the wager treatment plant. Um, our engineers for the past six days have not slept at all, ensuring or uh, working hard to ensure that the water supply to the western part of Accra is uh, returned to a, a normalcy. We have some challenges with some of our equipment. One pump broke down last week, and we have been working on it uh, seriously. And there's some maintenance work going on there. But uh, what we have also realized is uh, that increase in demand from that area and uh, it's, um, making, uh, making it difficult for us to build um, uh, pressures. Uh, but um, the assurance is that um, barring any technical hitches, we should be able to uh, complete uh, whatever we are doing by later by tomorrow so that when it says the situation should, remain, should return to normalcy. Well, we'll be looking out for that. Thank you so much. Stanley Mate, Communications Director of the Ghana Water Company Limited. When we return from the break, we focus more on water, this time in mining areas. You know we've been talking about that for a while now. And we'll get into poisoned for gold. And health officials are reporting alarming health concerns among residents in communities whose water or source of water has been polluted by illegal mining. Them came here with frequent urinating and also burning sensation when they are urinating and george your face now joining us with business hello george welcome back george hi evans uh, hi where you have do? you been? Uh, I'm interested <laughs> in what you know, brought uh, to us. You know, you know, the, the rapper Maze, you know, uh, yeah. that was on the uh, Bad Boy label, uh-huh. you know, said I've been around, you know, that, that, that song. You've changed your watch. Uh, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, George, well, what, did you, what did you bring? I brought everything for events. You know that. Everything. Yeah, uh-huh. we'll talk about that off air. Okay. Well, coming up in business, MTA subscriber numbers witnessed some significant drop after disconnecting almost 5 million users under the SIM registration exercise. An Institute of Statistical, Social and Economic Research warns the up to 40% Eurobond haircut could impact badly on investor confidence and the commercial banks in the country. The business news on Newsnight is brought to you by MTN Business. Welcome to the new world of business. Kingdom Books and Stationers, Intel's Tanks and Pepsodent, Herbal and Charcoal. Doing Doing gets you learning. Learning starts you wondering. Wondering triggers thinking. Thinking becomes planning. Planning evolves to trying. After trying, you're succeeding, winning, owning. Now, doing that starts with outdoing your limits. Outdo them all with MTN. So, what are we doing today? Son, we are so proud of you for setting up this hospital. I really love those hospital beds and waiting chairs. By the way, did you import them? No, Dad, I didn't. I actually got them from Kindle Books and Stationery right here in Ghana. Wow. We also bought our office supplies, safes, executive desks and chairs from Kingdom, and they gave us expert advice on how to set up our office. Guys, that makes three of us. I also got our sofa and bedroom sets, plus our dining hall furniture for our new home from Kingdom. Wow, Mom, that makes four of us. I usually get my stationery items from Kingdom. 
And my teacher also mentioned that our classroom furniture was provided by Kingdom. So there you have it. Whenever you're thinking about setting up an office or acquiring furniture for your home, etc., Kingdom Books and Stationery should be your first point of call. With over 40 years' experience in the industry, we stock and supply a wide variety of globally sourced office and home furniture, stationery, and equipment. Visit our head office, Osu Akwaje, or our office near the Osu Stadium. We're also in Tema Community 1, opposite Olam SHF, Kumase KNUST Campus, UCC Cape Coast, and now at the Marina Mall, Airport City. Or call us 0302-764101-764209 or 7627792. Visit our website, www.kingdomgh.com. your water needs. Syntex has it all. Syntex tank was first to introduce double layer tank and now you can have as many layers as you want. Syntex tank was first to introduce white inner layer tanks in Ghana and now introduces the customer specs order which will let you order any color and size you want. Syntex tanks gives you the biggest warranty of seven years which no other tank gives you. So whatever your water consumption, size of project or demand, Choose Syntex Tank. Syntex Tank, stress-free. Syntex Tank, reliable. Syntex Tank, maximum guarantee. Call 0244-335-168. Kumasi 0505-555-666. Or visit SyntexGH.com. Syntex Tank, a hey, strong, a hey, tough. For over 10 years, Old Mutual has been touching lives in Ghana. Whether you're a trader or a student, an entrepreneur or an employer or nearing your retirement, we have the right financial solutions tailored just for you. Contact Old Mutual on 030-7000-600 or visit our website on oldmutual.com.gh to learn more. And let's realize your financial freedom together. 10 years of greatness, here for a lifetime. Old Mutual, do great things every day. The Electoral Commission of Ghana will display the voters' register for public inspection. The exhibition of the 2020 voters' register and the 2023 provisional voters' register is part of preparatory measures for the upcoming district-level elections. The exhibition exercise will take place at all polling stations across the country from 3rd to 7th November 2023 between the hours of 7 a.m. and 6 p.m. daily. Do not assume that your name is in the register. Go personally to your polling station with your voter's ID card or registration slip 2-1. Verify your details of registration to make sure that your name, photograph and other particulars are in the register. 2. Make a request for any omitted data such as name, age or sex to be included in the register. 3. 
make a request to change details such as incorrect name, sex and unclear photographs in the register and on your voter ID card. 4. Object to the inclusion of names of unqualified persons. 5. Know your polling station ahead of the election. And 6. Assist in deletion of names of deceased people from the register. In addition to the physical checking of details in the register, the EC will deploy a GSM messaging protocol which will enable registered voters conveniently access their registration details using their mobile phones. Very simple. Dial star 713 star 81 hash and follow the prompts on all networks. Participate in the exhibition of the voters register to avoid disappointment and inconveniences on voting day. Your vote is your future. Welcome back to Business on Newsnight. Now, telecoms giant MTN witnessed some significant drop in its subscriber numbers as at the end of the third quarter of this year. This was after it disconnected almost 5 million subscribers ending September this year under the SIM registration exercise. There is more in this report. The update was captured in MTN's financial statement ending September this year. The report showed that the telecoms giant in compliance with the National Communication Authority Directive first blocked some 5.4 million SIMs that were not registered with the Ghana card as of 31st May 2023. MTN in the financial statement added that after the action, 600,000 moved to re-register which brought down the number to almost 5 million. The development impacted on its subscriber numbers badly resulting in more than 9% loss of its subscriber numbers to 25.8 million. MTN Ghana also in the statement stated that the same re-registration exercise has ended. It was however not all that bad news for MTN as active mobile money users increased by more than 16% to reach 14.4 million. On the other hand, its data subscriber also went up by almost 3% to reach 14.5 million. Meanwhile, MTN Ghana says it's paid about 4 billion Ghana cities in direct and indirect taxes to the state for the third quarter of this year. It also added that it has an investment worth almost 3 billion Ghana cities in capital expenditure, which went to support some of its technical services. And that is a business tax report. Now up to 40% proposed haircut for euro bond holders could impact badly on investor confidence in the economy. Now that's the one and coming from the Institute of Statistical, Social and Economic Research that is ESET. It is royal that it could also affect the operations and dealings of some commercial banks that invested heavily in these euro bonds. Now these concerns were captured in its 2023 market performance report release by the Institute of Statistical, Social and Economic Research. The Ghana Association of Banks has already told your business that it is still early days yet to establish the impact of this proposed haircut on the operations. Now, Ghana is now receiving more technical assistance from the UK government rather than direct financial aid. It's coming after the country view its support for Ghana post-Brexit and looking at the fact that Ghana is now a lower-middle-income country. Papo Sonkuma is Ghana's High Commissioner to the UK and has been given more details about this deal and what it means for the country. Generally, uh, almost all countries are cutting down on development assistance. And of course, uh, for, for Ghana, we are talking about trade, not aid. Okay. So in that respect, we are engaging the UK government for assistance to enable us trade more with them rather than handouts. So it's not that generally 
aid is being reduced, but it's also being turned into trade support. But some say that funding, financial funding, has been scaled back. That's a fact. For us in Ghana, I would, I would, I would, I would say so. I mean, it depends on your priorities as a country. For us as a country, we are saying that yes, we need aid, but we need aid to enable us be more competitive. As Ghana's High Commissioner to the UK and Ireland, speaking to Joy Business in London, now British Airways has indicated that it could possibly, uh, we could possibly witness some ticket price reduction from next year. And this is due to the fact that the airline is working to increase its Gatwick flights to four from three, and even possibly introduce night flights from Heathrow, that is to Accra from London. It could cost you now about two thousand dollars for a return economy flight to London, not near. Alan Shinov is the chief officer in charge of planning and strategy at British Airways, and he spoke to Joy Business in London. But, you know, in just basic supply and demand, if the demand exceeds the supply, that tends to drive the price up. Um, and so really the way as an airline to be able to lower prices and make those more affordable um, is really by adding supply. Um, and so that was the motivation behind adding these additional frequencies. And so if you think of, you know, again, supply and demand in a general market, if you know, I mentioned by next April, we'll have 55% more seats. If you have 55% more seats that need to be sold, the way that you're gonna sell them is ultimately, you should see prices being lower. Um, and, and often, like I said, the way that airlines work is if flights get really full, that's when prices get really, get, tend to get, tend to increase. If we have more seats, right, then there should be more seats out there for people to be able to access at lower fare buckets. Chief Officer in charge of planning and strategy at British Airways, Neil Annan Sheriff. Now, she, Kenick, and the Toyota Ghana have organized a workshop to equip women and the public on some new tech associated with vehicles. According to the Sheik Kenick, uh, it is optimistic that for women to know the basic car maintenance and emerging technologies, marketing manager Nanaya Fuasa was seriously believes that it will prevent vulnerabilities on the road. This workshop is to train young ladies and men about the basics of vehicle maintenance. Basics, very basic. So instead of being vulnerable on the highway, young lady, know how to change your tires yourself. That is good. Gentlemen, if you know why you have to use coolant instead of water, that is good. It just, so this is just to share knowledge. But knowledge is power. Knowing how to do it yourself, I mean, it gives you an idea. So if Brock Kwame or Mr. Apia is telling you something, you know that, oh, that's what he's saying is true or not. So knowledge is power. That is Shikanike, that is uh, manager, Na Ifwa Sewe Duse. And that's all uh, for business on Newsnight. George, thank you very much. And many of you uh, joined us with your comments and thoughts on uh, social media handles. And a few of them I want to share with you on our WhatsApp console now. And this one from North Ligon is from Philip. He says the officials of the Kolebu Renal Dialysis Unit should understand that we are all living by the grace of God and stop dragging their feet unnecessarily. Uh, Kofi says uh, people are dying and we are sharing money for votes where the country Ghana is. Leadership with our priorities. He says what a right race. And this one, it has no name, but says Baumia paid 400. Uh, that's uh, 80 million. 
can pay 300 cities that's a 60 million yet people are dying because we can't raise 4 million for the dialysis center and uh, major one in Kumasi, uh, well, Haruna uh, Damakuru in Sunyani says, I am very sad as a Ghanaian. The diligence of these same politicians is killing us with this kidney-related illness as a result of illegal mining, yet they are not making health services available. God save Ghana, he says. Major one now says, I don't get the ugly noises coming from uh, Mr. McMillan and Dr. Richard Amakoba over the so-called vote buying allegations where were they uh, in this country when some Ghanaians also openly said that they had picked and filed nomination papers of some politicians who were seeking a political office? Did those acts also not constitute vote buying and vote selling? And a final one from Dachi Hene from Kasam Kwabre says, I am saddened by the turn of events and how the whole issues about kidneys being treated. Uh, are we really serious as a nation, a nation that cannot protect its citizens? Uh, look at the uh, amount of money uh, wasted on delegates last Saturday at the expense of ordinary Ghanaians with kidney issues. Ghana, he says, it's a failed nation. Some of your messages um, that you've sent in. Let's do sports. Ms. Bell. Hello, MFR. Well, uh, let me take you to the Ivory Coast where the CAF Women's Champions League is underway and Ghanaian side Apem Dakwa are in action against defending champions as far as far and they're a moroccan side now uh they the moroccan side did take the lead in the first half but as at this point Ghanaian uh, champions Ampem Dakwa have come from behind to lead two goals to one and it's all by dint of the hard work of comfort yabwa right back so at the moment they're leading two goals to one and just about some uh six minutes to the end of the game over there well their last time the last time they were in this tournament uh, they came they only were able to come second and they were are looking to win the title this time round but well, let me take you to the ghana premier league where kumasi asantikota fans expressed their dissatisfaction with the team's recent performances on sunday uh, following their game against dreams fc now the porcupine warriors at the moment suffered their third defeat of the season at the barbara sports stadium uh, much to the dismay of their fans and following the end of the game the fans booed the players as well as officials of the club as they made their way out of the stadium now head coach prosper Ogum has been calling for calm and the continued support of the fans, insisting that the result will improve. But first, let's hear the fans' dissatisfaction with the team's performance. And now, Prosper Nate Ogum. You know, it's, it's, it's not good. Automatically, it's not good. You don't win. The feeling is bad, right? So that's it. You want to say something to the fans? Oh, I mean, it's a league. We are ongoing. Um, they should still support the team. We we'll work harder and make sure that we we'll make them proud. Uh, Dr. Prosper Nato Ogum there, uh, you know, uh, just calling for calm and hoping that things will turn around for Kumasiya Santikoto. The astounding game uh, that played uh, took place at the Craftsport Stadium uh, earlier today it was the game between Sunshine and Girl Olympics. Girl Olympics won that game two goes to one. But the interesting update is that in the second half of that game, which about 30 minutes ago, the lights went off at the Craftsport Stadium the goal, and the game had to be put on hold until the light returned. And as I speak to you, the game has ended and Girl Olympics won that game by two goals to one. 
That's all for sports, and it's brought to you by Pepsi and Heppel and Chapel. Thank you very much, Ms. Bao. And nothing surprises us anymore. But health officials are reporting alarming health concerns among residents in communities whose source of water has been polluted by illegal mining. Tests conducted by health officials also revealed alarming levels of heavy metals in the rivers and water bodies, casting a shadow of uncertainty over the fate of these affected communities. In part two of our latest hotline documentary titled Poison for Gold, put together by GJA journalists of the year, Erasmus Asaridonko, reports that the rivers and water bodies that sustain communities for generations are now battlegrounds of destruction ravaged by the devastating consequences of illegal mining. The milky brown color of the rivers and streams flowing across the country indicate suspended particles including poisonous heavy metals. Two years ago, Residents of Ewusiejo in the Ahanta West district of the Western region were drinking the polluted water, but soon they started experiencing strange afflictions, as recounted by Theodora Yamwa, a nurse in charge of the town's chips compound. Some of them came here with frequent urinating and also burning sensation when they are urinating. And also, some came with skin rashes. We fetched samples from the Tano, Brim, Butri, Ofing, Enuru, Ankobra, Pra, and other polluted sources of water to be tested for heavy metals at the Sheath Laboratory of the KNUST's Chemistry Department. After a week of testing, the results were in. For standard sake, we use the World Health Organization standards. The World Health Organization pegs the acceptable standard for arsenic at 0.0050 milligrams per liter, while the US and Ghana pegs it at 0.010 milligram per liter. The Oda, Brim, Pra, Ankobra, Enru, Ofin, Ashri, Butri, Subri, and Tano registered between 0.216 and 0.444 milligrams per liter, which is 0.434 milligrams higher than acceptable levels. This is 20.6 to 55.6% higher than acceptable levels in water using the American and Ghanaian standards. Dr. Eugene Ansa explains the test results. All these water samples that are coming from our water bodies in Ghana were found to be acidic in nature, that is having a pH less than 7. It means that it has got a corrosive effect and whenever you drink it, you have irritations in the truth. And you can catch that full documentary later tonight. It's at 8.30 on the Joy News channel. It's going to be across our many social media platforms also. So live your news tonight is on Joy 99.7 FM. Now, state prosecutors are urging the jury in the Major Adams Bahama murder case to return a verdict of guilty against each of the 14 accused persons charged with murder, conspiracy to commit crime and abetment of crime. Now, according to the state prosecutors, the actions by each of the 14 individuals showed clearly that they intended to kill him. 
Now, Richard Kodunyaku has been to court today, and you can find a full report on myjoyonline.com. Now, as the five-day voter exhibition exercise ahead of the local level elections ends tomorrow, EC Chairperson Jean Mensah says the use of the digital system has been encouraged, and even though the turnout at the various centres has been low, our visit to some centres here in Accra saw a general lack of interest in the exercise with officials engaging in a hearty chat and fidgeting of their phones. Well, in the Ashanti region, the situation was no different. My colleague Emmanuel Baikweku has more. It's mid-morning and these electoral officials at Kontinasi in the Bosomche district after setting up their materials for the voter exhibition exercise are hoping not to end the day without serving an electorate. Close to 1,000 electorates are expected to visit the centre to cross-check their details. But the numbers haven't been encouraging since the start of the exercise on Friday. Angelina Quason is one of the electoral officials here. So far, I'm eight out of 434. Yesterday, I had eight individuals out of 434. There are three centers here. One official had seven. The other didn't get any. In the morning, we were here, nobody came. But we were here all morning, nobody came. It was in the afternoon that we had one person come around and also in the evening. I had the announcement on radio. Although announcements have been made to the public through the community's local information center, many failed to turn up at the center. According to the EC officials, many electorates believe their names are rightly included in the album owing to their participation in previous voting exercises. Many of them believe their names are well captured because they participated in the previous elections. That's why they aren't coming. I will encourage them to come and check. With only a day to end the exercise, it is expected that more than a handful of electorates would visit their centre for verification ahead of the local government elections. For Joy News, my name is Emmanuel Brightquiku. Well, so that's uh, the situation. There's been reports also uh, from the northern region, and uh, we know that um, the situation is no different. Well, Madame Jean Mensah has been interacting with us, with us on this, and uh, for her, even though the centres had limited activities, the use of the digital systems by individuals to check their details has been impressive. Mm. You're still listening to News Nights on Joy 99.7 FM, and if I let's wrap up uh, tonight with the major news in the last. Uh, 48 hours, the election of Dr. Mohamed Baumia as the MPP's flag bearer for the 2024 elections. Guess what? Uh, a, the first working day of the week, he has been speaking already and he's been uh, talking about the blue economy. The vice president says if giving the nod in 2024, he will pursue an agenda of environmental conservation, social equity, and economic growth in the bid to realize the potentials in the blue economy. He was speaking at the workshop organized by the University of Cape Coast to mark 10 years of the Center for Coastal Management today.
Vice President Dr. Mahmoudou Baumia stressed that climate change is a critical global challenge and it's positive to see that it is receiving attention on the global agenda, including Ghana. Climate change has the potential to affect countries around the world, regardless of their level of development, and its impacts can be severe in terms of extreme weather events, rising sea levels, food security, and more. Promising to prioritize climate change in its political manifesto, Vice President Mahmoudou Baumia indicated this can be a significant step in recognizing the importance of climate action and sustainability. It is possible. Let us leave a legacy of a thriving, sustainable, and vibrant blue economy for generations to come. For all these reasons, the MPP manifesto and my leadership will have a strong, inclusive blue economy component. Paul Evans earlier today's buffers and appointees of the office of the vice president um, honored him uh, with a guard of honor and we're told the presentation of a bouquet amongst others to congratulate him on his election as flag bearer of the governing new patriotic party. And that's how we end um, today's edition of News Night here on Joy 99.7 FM. That's my opinion with Nana and Sakho is up next. Leadership showdown is the topic you want to stay. Mm, it has a ring of a setting. <laughs> Can you <laughs> porn all over it? Enjoy the rest of your evening.